0: Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling. Feeling. Where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm
1: Jasmine. And I'm
0: Kobe. And we're so excited to be with you guys again. Y'all it's late at night, about 10 o'clock. We all <laughs> got work in the morning <laughs> and stuff. In the morning.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know we had some. come we talk are to here. you guys.
2: Yes. We are true in spite of, <laughs> yeah, this good Sunday.
0: Yes, <laughs> but we want to talk about change mm. and taking risks in life. And so, what I'm realizing is that the only thing that's constant in life is change. change.
3: That is true. And
0: and there's a lot of seasons that are like you want to stay in that that season. Your job mm-hmm. is good, your friends are good, mm-hmm. life is good, and mm-hmm. you're like, I just wish it was like this forever. Like mm-hmm. I'm chilling, like <laughs> um, mm-hmm. or and and it's just a comfortability there. But then you realize like, oh well, things can't stay the same. It's just that's not how life works.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: your your coworkers are gonna leave some are uh, some co-workers will be added on to you your friends yes. may get married and your relationship may change relationships may change you might have a kid you might move away really? circumstances change all the time mm-hmm. and so it's just like the question is is are you how are you gonna cope with those changes
3: mm-hmm. because
0: are you gonna ha- be happy are you gonna be like oh man i wish this and thinking back in the past, or right. it's like, what? <laughs> like, how are you gonna handle that change? Because in life, change is constant. So mm-hmm. I'm just at a place where I'm like, okay, God please, like, I was talking to Deborah about this, because I don't know if y'all know this, but she moved back to Nigeria, and that's, like, one of our best friends. Best friends. And so that's a huge change on her part, and I know she's been asking God, like, why, why me, why, you know, we were just talking about this. And so it's just like, okay, despite any circumstances since change is constant mm-hmm. how can I make sure that my life is going to be happy and joyful and at peace through everything yeah in spite of in spite of
2: and one thing that just as you were talking you were saying shout out to Deb though but as you were talking when you were saying like you know our life may change our co-workers may change we may Uh, get different jobs you may add people to your jobs team or Mm -hmm. your relationship you get married you have a child like just life is always constantly changing but then I take it back because we're still young adults we um and I'm just thinking about throughout our life up until this part of this point in our life per se we've never really just been taught how to adapt to change because think about Mm -hmm. it when we're in high school we're on this routine for four years then you go to college you're doing the same thing you pretty much did in high school on a routine so it's like no real drastic changes like you're gonna go to that same class at this same time you're gonna do this it's like no like major huge changes the changes that you have to deal with once you graduate college like changing you could possibly move from a whole this place to that place well unless you just went off to school somewhere Mm -hmm. else but like Changes are kind of, it's still that comfortability because we went from high school, you know, you have that school routine, you know, on test day, your expectations to do this, you know, when this is this, like, it's just, so we're conditioned for routine, but life is not really routine. Life is full of constant changes. And then I think that's why when we get out into the real world, we're like, how do I accept these changes? Like, Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs)
0: anybody taught me about this. Like, wait,
2: what? What's this? Like, I just feel vulnerable as heck. And I'm like, whoa, now what do we do? How do we adapt? Because it's really what you have to do.
0: Right. And so I feel like people don't even tell you, like, like, you, I guess the thing you're supposed to know, but, like, (laughs) you have to realize, like, you don't be thinking that when you're younger. Mm -hmm. And then also another thing, with, like, routines and stuff, we also have, like, a set routine of how life is supposed to be in our mm-hmm. mind already. So most of the time it doesn't go like that. Like, so you think you're going to go to elementary, junior high, middle school. I'm messing those up. Um, <laughs> high school, college, or trade school.
1: change, though. I mean, yeah. the teachers change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a change in materials, you know. So I think, in a way, we are... Accustomed to the change mm-hmm, Or we mm-hmm. aren't taught about the change But it's just how we deal, How we choose to deal with it That yeah. right, is where I think a lot of us get messed up We choose to focus on You know the negative mm-hmm. Rather than You know saying okay like you said You know with uh, the situation we discussed You know prior to you You have to make that list okay. Mm-hmm. When, what are the negatives in this What are the positives in this That's real.
0: No, that's huge. I mean, I think you almost have to list all the positives because if there's a change that occurs, Mm
2: -hmm. it doesn't matter
0: if there's negatives that come with it. You have to look at the positives and be like, okay. So, um, okay, so this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And it's also a thing about expectancy. So all changes aren't bad. Mm. So it's like, okay, I'll tell you what's happening at my job. So I found out that they're hiring two new social media people. Mm-hmm. which in my mind doesn't make sense. <laughs> but then I had to look at it like, okay, okay. So this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So with, um, this happening, how, what, what can, what can I do? What, can, what, what's, what are the good things about it? So I started mm-hmm. thinking, well, if we have more people. We have somebody to focus on Twitter more, or we could have mm-hmm. someone focus on, um, building out a donation site or while they're Mm -hmm. handling that me and Eric, or I'm sorry, I'm going to say Eric's name. Sorry. That's my (laughs) partner. (laughs) Me and him, we could just be really going in on other things that are needed in the company. So it's just like,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: "Mm, okay, maybe I'm not agreeing with this move so much, but okay. What are the positives that I could take out of it?
3: Mm -hmm. And
0: Mm -hmm. rather than the negatives, because whether it's negative or positive is happening. So you have to look at, okay, Mm -hmm. so Okay, so,
1: okay, we can do this. Yes. Okay, let's do this. And it's always that moment. Like, you always are going to think about the fears or, mm-hmm. you know, those things. Like, man, is it going to be less work? Or is it, you know, you think about, is this person going to take over? Are they going to let me go? You know, you have those mm-hmm. those moments. It's kind of like when, it's like that, in an example from a TED Talk, this guy I was talking about, it's kind of like when a baby falls. You know, it's like that moment where you just kind of sit in there and the baby is just like kind of confused. They, <laughs> there is like this uncertainty, mm-hmm. you know. They don't know, and then they look to their parents to get that reassurance. Like, okay, mm-hmm. is it? Is this okay? Am I hurt? You, you know, or <laughs> should I freak out? Yes, or based on your reaction, this yes, is determine. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it? so, as adults, we have to keep that same, you mm-hmm. know, space. We have to not let that fear take over. But mm-hmm. then say, okay, you know what. How can we progress through this? What changes can come? What good can come out of right. this?
0: Right. And I like how you said space, because like it's like, okay, so this one thing changed, it's coming out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have to have space to think about it. Okay, yes. let me marinate on this. And it's just like giving yourself room instead of like freaking out, like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, this, this, and that. Cause that's gonna come. But then yeah, mm-hmm. just taking space and be like, okay, how could this be better? And then you start thinking like I'm just thinking about God, like okay, so God, I'm just gonna believe in my heart. Just thinking about my scenario that God's gonna put in the right people in place Mm. to make the company even better. Like why? Why? Like like kind of like our our last episode when Donna was talking about why would I expect him not to bring in the right people?
1: Exactly. You know
0: what I mean? And if he and if it not he does but if they have somebody might not be the best you know mm. you just never know but i'm going to to expect greatness and like oh, okay this is going to be awesome hmm. so it's just like what is your expectancy out of change
1: that's so that's true. true so, so true. i think a lot of people fear change because they have been let down before mm-hmm. in the past right um there's yeah. a Kind of. Sometimes people have this like "I told you so" kind of. Mm. You know, like they're they're wanting to be like, "See, I told you that it wouldn't work." Right. You know. That's mm-hmm. very true. So, I like how you said you have to have that expectancy. So mm-hmm. definitely, you have to take risks sometimes just to see. Like, yeah, sometimes you are gonna get that. Okay, this didn't work. But sometimes you may. You never know what the possibilities could be. You never know what right. good may come out of it. Right. And
0: I just hate the fact that like. It's just so easy to go to the negative and to just think negatively. I just, mm-hmm. And I just know it really is like, since y'all know, if y'all listened to the last podcast, y'all know I've been going through things mentally, like um, panic attacks and stuff like that. So it's really been like an attack on the mind. And just to know and like putting in place all the things that we've regurgitated to you guys, like positive affirmations and, you know, just surrounding yourself with people that have your best interest mm. it's like you you know we teach that stuff but it really doesn't come into play like you you say you'll say you'll say you'll do those things <laughs> but you're tested when so you're
1: in that, situation. You're put in that yeah. situation
0: and i'll tell you this though like it works <laughs> like <laughs> yes. it, those affirmations works those prayers works the worshiping works going to your friends it works. And you just have to keep having faith. Mm-hmm. I was just wanted to say that.
2: That's so, 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 so true. Especially though when dealing with change. Because sometimes it can breed those those peaks of anxiety. I know for me. Um, just going through, just from last year long, um, Leaving one my old job. Getting my dream job. And then now it's been some changes even happening with my job right now. Where they're doing based on, because of HISD and if y'all not in Houston and y'all not listening to this, that's just a Houston independent school district. Um, they're Due to uh, immigration, a lot of students are enrolling in schools right now. So they're having to make a lot of cuts for the teachers. And so it affected me. It did affect me. And it was just like, I did have that. Why me? Like I built this rapport with these students. Mm-hmm. I, I, my made my classroom every like I built a true culture I, I put so much effort and I was just like wow why though why I don't get it I don't get it but then I had to stop like Tiffany said being like those positive friends that that speak and speak life into you in those days and then um I was reading on this um it was actually a LinkedIn post and it was saying like how to accept change and just First, you just have to, and it's really what we've just been saying already. It's like first you have to reframe from first replace it with some. Well, actually, it just says reframe from being negative, and the word reframe just simply means create. Like take that old picture and put a new picture, replace it with something that that works for you, and so. What I was doing was, I was like, okay, I could let this get me down. I could get in this negative space, which I, I was in a sad space. I'm not going to sit here and act like I was perfect. I, I was just no. like, hey, good shout out to these changes. No, it wasn't at, if we're at a point. But I literally had to go through this and I was just like, okay. So I feel like it's coming from God because... Apparently if I was a paired, I mean prepared and at the place. A parrot? Okay. <laughs> a pair. a oh. I said a pair, not oh. prepared. Apparently, if I was prepared. A parent.
0: You said apparent.
2: I was like, <laughs> no, not a pair. Okay. I was I was saying uh, apparently, apparently and then prepared. prepared and then I, I turned it into a paired.
3: <laughs> Too many thought it was a <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs>
2: This is a deep moment. I pour my life
0: out. No. <laughs>
2: but um, so when you actually refrain from going down that negative thought, it literally says to to reframe and replace it to the way you wanna see it and not just the way you wanna see it, be a part of the change. So yes, the changes are going on right now, but I could just retract and go to my little corner and be mad and just angry at the world yeah. or i can get involved which i have been like super involved with the school in spite of now like i'm still at the school it's just like it's a different role different position yeah. and it's just like i'm still involved i'm still helping him i'm still helping with science but it's just like wow wow but so like i was saying i feel like if apparently if i was prepared then God would have placed me in the place where I think I need to be. Or either God has something even better for me and I can't even see it yet. So I'm just patient right now. I'm waiting. I know it's all going to work out for the greater good because it always does. It just always does.
1: It always does. And on that point, that's funny that you mentioned that because that's what the message was today at church. It was um, John 9 where Jesus... You know, Mm -hmm. made clay or mud and Mm -hmm. put it on the blind man's eyes and told him to go away, wash it. Mm -hmm. And then the blind man could see. Right. Right. Um, And so the preacher was just talking about how certain situations we get in muddy situations Mm -hmm. because of things that we do. And then sometimes it's just things just happen. It's just life, God. It's, it's God Right. he has anointed these things to us like this man was born blind so he didn't do anything to cause his blindness mm-hmm. this was just how he was born right mm-hmm. and um, long story short the moral of the, the message was not choosing to let to leave the mud on our eyes right mm-hmm. to not stay in that muddy situation mm-hmm. but to do like
2: the man you know go wash that mud off clean yourself right. and you know be nude Right, because yeah. imagine if he would have stayed in that mud and never just cleaned himself off, that yeah. change could have consumed. And then him. And it is a
1: blind man; he has mud on his eyes, and Jesus is like, "Just go, 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 wash it off in the pool." And just imagine, you know, he's trying to find his way to go wash this mud off. Mm. If he's not obedient, mm. then he wouldn't have. Being obedient, that's you know, me. That's been one of my prayers lately, you to be more obedient. So if we're not obedient and listen to what God wants us to do, we may not get that blessing. And that's, the fact that you think that that's and know that that's a blessing mm. in, in disguise is showing that,
3: Aww.
1: you know, you're ready to receive that, whatever it is. That's so good.
0: I'm so glad y'all said all of that because now it makes me think, okay, so let me break down these past panic attacks that I was having or this anxiousness. So... I'm not going to break it down all the way because I don't like talking about it. But, like, one of the things that have been really messing with me is driving. Mm
3: -hmm. And this
0: is the thing, like, I just be doing all the time, (laughs) you know, driving. And so I was getting scared on the road. And, like, if you're in Houston, you know you have to drive. And so I would be damn near hyperventilating, breathing, and, like, just thinking, oh, I'm going to pass out. Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? Like, all these horrible scenarios going through my mind. I'm like, why? Why is this happening? Like, I could do this.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, but my um, cousin, she won't drive anywhere. And she is, like, horrified to be on highways when she lives in Houston. And so she misses out on, like, Christmases and Thanksgivings and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And so I had to think to myself, I, I was like, that. okay. I'm scared right now, but I don't care. I'm going to go to work every day. I'm going to go to Discovery Green and go to this art exhibit because that's what I would do. I'm going to go to church. Like, I'm going to do this despite my fears Mm. and despite this attack that's happening that I'm going to keep doing this because I'm not going to be stuck. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have the mud on my eyes Mm -hmm. because, like, I have to have faith, like, God's going to get me through this. And what really stuck with me is that a little past episode that Jasmine said, you have to know that you're going to get through. You can't Mm -hmm. just hope. Mm
3: -hmm. So I'm
0: like, okay, so I'm just going to keep doing the same thing. Like, I'm going to... Drive despite the way i'm feeling i'm Mm. just gonna keep doing it and as i keep doing it i just get lighter and lighter and lighter and it's just like god is saying oh my god you have faith like oh you have faith so i'm gonna make i'm gonna make it easier like i'm gonna fight this battle for you Mm. so it's like you can't stop you have to wipe the mud off your eyes because if not The the attack of the enemy could stay with you, but you have to fight Mm. through it, have faith, and know that you'll get through it. And that's, like, through any change, because this isn't a thing that happened to me, like, before. And now, all of a sudden, I'm having this attack on the mind, and I don't understand it, but I do know Mm -hmm. that God is greater than my highs and my lows. Mm
2: -hmm. Real, real. Just knowing that. So true.
0: But another thing is that when you said you have to um, make another picture, what was the the line that it says? Like you have to make, um, refrain or mm-hmm. refrain from the negativity. So what was going through my mind when I'm driving is just like all these horrible things, right? But mm-hmm. what I what I put in my mind and I put another picture. I put the exactly. destination. I was like, okay, I'm gonna see my mom when I get home
2: yes that's i'm mm-hmm. like
0: okay no i'm not gonna this is gonna be the end i'm gonna make it to discover green and i'm gonna have fun like discovery green is a park in houston like i literally mm-hmm. did what that said mm-hmm. and i'm like okay let me get this negative negative weird picture that i have in my mind that's gonna happen let me replace it with safety like home my mom mm-hmm.
2: like my friends that's so true y'all and that same thing but i want to read this first and then i'm gonna tell y'all so it says and this is a, and this is a tip for anyone out there and it seems like change kind of well fear kind of stems from change mm. so it's like i noticed we we're talking about change but a lot of change kind of sparks that fear so they kind of yeah. go hand in hand they do and so it says uh Stop the fearful thoughts and replace them with something positive. Fear can come from creating negative thoughts and scenarios in your head about what the future holds. How you describe to change, I mean, how you describe to change yourself. So change those thoughts, replace them. And I used to do that same thing. So yeah, I was riding dirty. (laughs) <laughs> One point in time with oh no uh I'm, I'm clean now, y'all, but I was riding dirty with uh You was dirty and dirty for a long time. For a long day time. No insurance, y'all. I do yeah. not advise this, but insurance was high for a child out here, and I was going through some financial transitions, so I couldn't afford that. <laughs> Damn, well, I don't tell my dad, I hope my dad don't listen to this because he would be so not proud of me. Like, how could you? But I was riding dirty, and every time because, you know, y'all get tickets, like big tickets out here for no yeah. uh, insurance. Like, I'm talking 500 is minimum, and I think I'm lowballing it. I think it, I've re- researched I it. Know. I've even heard it was $1,000 tickets for no insurance. So I was like, every time a cop would get behind me, and, like, I just, like, one time I actually got pulled over. Um, so a cop was behind me, I wasn't speeding, I wasn't, but sometimes cops just run your license plate. You Just they just drive while you me black. You. And so, just lo and behold, um, he turns his lights on and asks me, can I see your license and, uh, registration? And he's Girl,
0: like, yeah. you didn't have any insurance?
2: I didn't have insurance. And my, and my sticker was expired too. I was dirty, dirty, y'all. so, okay. I'm so ashamed of myself. This is all, this wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know my um registration was expired though. Yeah. I just knew I didn't have insurance, if that makes sense. Still very bad. So he asked, Thank goodness I was running an errand for my grandma at that time. My little old sweet grandma was sitting in the passenger seat He looked in the car. He I handed it to him. I really, this time I swear to y'all, I didn't know my registration was expired. So I handed it to him. He's like, So it says here your registration is expired. I was like, No, it can't be expired. He Gives it back to me, I was like, oh, it's definitely smart." And so I was like, well, I really didn't know, sir. Yeah. And then he was like, well, Can I see your insurance? Oh my
0: god. Oh <laughs> I was like, god, oh my God.
2: So I hit him, my old insurance he's like, ma'am, have a nice day. Um uh, he was like, just go get your life taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he looked at me. He looked oh in the car. He saw God. I wasn't doing nothing wrong, like super crazy, because I wasn't speeding. I wasn't doing anything crazy. Like, I'm not just, about to mess you up. He was black too. Shout out to him. He sounded black. Like, oh he did. He was gosh. just like he was like, man, I'm just He's go get things. Like <laughs> he was like, man, I'm just go get go get everything taken care of. Have a nice day. Oh I was gosh. like, praise God. But as he was pulling me over, my whole mindset, I was thinking like. I'm gonna get to the, my grandma' house. I kept seeing me and my grandma walking in the house. Yes, myself ticket free. Yes, yes. I was smiling. I was. I was like, I just can't see my. I just kept replacing the, the outcome of this story. I swear to God, I was like. I'm not getting, like, I just started smiling in my head. Like, I saw myself, I was visualizing myself smiling. I was visualizing myself walking in the door and helping my grandma bring the groceries in the house. Like, going to see my uh, boyfriend later on. Like, laughing, like, telling him the story. Like, oh, I guess I almost got a ticket. But I didn't. I was literally, in a split second, all this was going through my mind. And he said, now he looked at me, have a nice day. Just go ahead and get that taken care of. I was like, whoo! And, um... Girl. And every time I saw a cop behind me, I just was like, wherever I was going, that wherever wherever my route was, I would just start visualizing myself making it to that route without the cop like coming on. And I was just, yeah. but yeah, and I never got pulled over again after that. And I think I drove for like four months. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> yes, yes. I don't even think you're
0: exaggerating because I remember when you told me, and then I didn't even know when you got it
2: <laughs> fixed, oh, girl. My like gosh. I just got <laughs> it, like when I went to go see my grandpa. That was when yes, I was like, yes. I'm not going on the road all the way. Yeah, so I've been licensed. I mean, insurance up since August. <laughs> yeah, that's so
0: that's funny. Good. That's it. That's, that's only crazy.
2: one month ago. I know. Fuck.
0: That's crazy. That's the same it thing happened to me. It happened. <laughs> but it's funny that that stuff actually works. The same exact thing happened to me. I got pulled over. I did a rolling stop on accident. Like I, I was literally really thinking about my summer camp kids. Now I was literally thinking like, I was like, Oh my summer camp kids. Um, and I was driving. I apparently I didn't stop and he pulled me over. Right. And then I knew I left my, okay. This is what I was thinking when I was driving. I was like, Oh my God, I left my wallet at home.
3: Mm. I wonder if
0: I needed to get into this um, jump jumpy gym that we we're going to with the kids. Right. And we're like, I wonder if they need my license or something like that. And then <laughs> when I was thinking that, is when I got pulled over and I was like, "Oh damn, I ain't got my 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 license with me." And so he pulled me over, and How, he was I'm like, like, "How
1: did you get out of this one,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: girl?" God. All right.
0: It's all God. I, once I pulled me over, I, you know, got that tingly feeling like, oh, my God. And then I start praying. I'm mm-hmm. like, God, um, just help me. And then when he came, pulled up, he's like, do you know what happened? And I was like, I really didn't really understand what happened. Because I was just, you know, when you drive so much that you it's just so regular. So I didn't realize that yeah. I didn't even um stop. And he was like, I was pull, I was about to pull over somebody who just did a roller stop, but the thing you did it, you didn't even look at me and I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I was thinking about um my summer camp kids back at um, you know, where I work. And so mm-hmm. he was like, Okay, well can I see your license? Like, you know what?
2: I left my <laughs> wallet at home. I
0: literally lived around the corner. Um, he was like, Um, well just put your name down and write your um your address I was like okay and so it's like oh, okay so that's how, how long you've been living there it's like you know my whole life basically except, except for college he was like okay well you don't have any insurance on this car is this your vehicle and I was like what I don't have any insurance car I'm like I'm with State Farm oh no he asked for my insurance and I was like oh I don't have that <laughs> I was like because I remember I didn't have it because my job has been asking for it and I was like oh I don't want have that but I went State Farm because I was I remember my brother did the same thing he got pulled over and I was in the car with him he was like he didn't have his insurance with them, but he was like but i'm with state farm because they could just look it up mm-hmm. to know yeah. he was like no ma'am you ain't got no insurance so i was like what are you what? kidding me like no insurance i was like this gotta be a f- no 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 he said no i don't see anything and then this is what he said so no i don't see your insurance on there but he's like but i just pulled over a guy about 20 minutes ago and it wasn't coming up on him either. Mm-hmm. And then 30 minutes later, we found out that he did have insurance. So I just don't feel like going through that again. He uh-huh. said, okay, just don't, I'm going to give you a warning. Don't do a rolling stop anymore. Be aware. Uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get my wallet. And that's <laughs> it. But the same thing was, I was just thinking, okay, I'm just going to get off as a warning. I'm just going to get a warning. I'm just going to get a warning. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get a warning. Because I was like, Lord, I do not need to be having no ticket. Mm-hmm. But, the fa- but the also really good thing about it was, I really still thought I had insurance. I called State Farm, figured, figured I don't know what happened, but when my brother was to, was taken off of our insurance, they took us all off, my mama and me, all car what? insurance, we were all riding dirty. So, had I not gotten stopped would have ne- none of us would have known what? that we didn't have any
2: car insurance. Wow. That's crazy.
0: So, I was like, oh, <laughs> so I was like, wow.
2: So it's
1: oh like, my god, it's crazy how how would use certain situations right? to bring up, you
2: know, deeper <laughs> issues.
1: Yes, I was shook because
2: here you are, like, I know I got issues. I was
0: like, mm, stay warm, it's good. Like, I know I got oh my, my license, but stay
2: warm. Yeah, imagine if you would have looked it up, like, and took that time. In the
0: fact that the just 30 minutes before, just that yeah. whole scenario yeah. happened, oh and this just makes me think about what what um, Joel Osteen was saying in his passage today, he was saying that God pulls the puppet strings for us. Like mm. he said, no strings attached. Nope. That don't work with God. Like he's pulling the strings <laughs> for you. Mm. And so it's just like, and he, he said the scripture, y'all know I'm not really good at quoting scriptures, but he was like, um, God works things out for his will, not your will. Mm. And so he's pulling the strings regardless. And so, And it's just like it's little bitty things, like a car miss. You might look like you're about to get in a huge car crash, but God's like, no, let me move this over a bit because it's just like it's only gonna end when God says it's gonna end. So despite Mm. how that's why we can't really worry, and that's what I have. Like that's really what I've been dealing with because I've just been so anxious about everything, and so I needed that sermon today because it was like. It doesn't matter how safe I am, it doesn't hmm. matter any of that. Cause God's will is gonna be done in my life regardless. God and so it's is. like might as well just be freaking happy every single day. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so, so I'm, so, so I'm still working with that in my mind. I don't I don't know what it is. But the song that has been replaying in my head is from Toby
2: Newingway. Hey. I hey.
0: feel like I always say his name wrong, but it's the yeah. um, ten toes down. Like yes. um uh, uh how do you start it off?
2: Ten
0: toes down not a nine on me. oh uh, uh, yeah, ten toes down without a nine on me. <laughs> like, ten toes down without a nine on me. <laughs> they tried to about- block. Well, I know I'm missing no, a okay, uh, ten oh. toes down
2: without
0: a nine on me. Something about the haters. Ain't worried about the... Ha- Ugh, not a hater. Enemies. Even if my enemies try to slide on me,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: who could be against me if God for mm-hmm. me?
3: Right. Though
0: they try to block my purpose, take it to the unemployment line because it's not working. So I was I was playing. When I was driving, right. I've been playing that over and over again because mm. I feel like it's an attack of the enemy and that I was like, oh, you know what? Who could be against me if God for me? Hmm. They try to stop my purpose. Take it to the unemployment line because despite all of this, my purpose is still going to be fulfilled. Hmm. Like, I'm not – you can't stop me. And I just feel like another thing that I've been hearing – sorry, I'm talking so much. But um, another thing, I was watching a YouTube video, and then Joel Osteen said the same thing. He was ta- They were talking about – job and um y'all i promise you guys i do not be reading my bible so i just be hearing (laughs) i'll be hearing the stories but it's about how job i think it was job he was so faithful to god he praised him he was blessed you know abundance Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and satan asked god like hey can i you know mess with him see if he he's
3: still he's
0: test them and god and that's the thing is God is not doing anything bad to you, negative to you or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Satan has to ask permission to see from God to see if he can mess with you. God's mm-hmm. like, "Sure." Yeah. He messed with him real bad, but despite Job still had a peace in mind and he mm-hmm. still praised him because he knew that God's will is going to be done regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He took
1: everything away from took him. Took
0: everything away from him. I
1: remember that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is yet and still Job had a peace. Though though through, through mm-hmm. those changes, he still knew God was so good and he had a peace
3: mm-hmm. in his
0: mind. And that's what I want to get to with in mm-hmm. change. It's like those things may happen.
1: Right.
0: We have to we have to still praise God. We still have to have a peace and joy
1: yes. in our hearts for yeah. all of our days. Change is just inevitable. It's in science they call it for like our brain. Is meant to constantly change. And when you change, you grow. It's called um, neuroplasticity. Mm, And I don't know much about (laughs) it, but I do know it's when the gray matter, you know, is changing in your mind. So basically, we're just, we're meant to grow. We're meant to go through changes Mm -hmm. because it helps us, you know, mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing that really helps me get through certain things is, you know, I just think about, you know, when I am gone, mm-hmm. what are people going to say about me? What is my tombstone, mm-hmm. you know, going to say? Do I want it to just be like, oh, she just, she just, you know, went through, like, she just kept her head down and mm-hmm. did things, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I want to really make change. Mm-hmm. You know, we say we want to make a change, we want to mm-hmm. make a difference, but then how are you going to do that if you're just doing the same thing? Right. It's very true. So we mm. need that change. We need certain things to push us to go in a different direction or to do things differently.
3: Hmm. That's a fact,
0: Jack. And this, mm. when you were talking about like the gray matter and whatever that big-ass word you said, <laughs> neuroplasticity. <laughs> neuroplasticity, it made me think in how our, our brain is wired for change. It made me think of my orchid at my job. Aww. And and then when you said that, it made me think of everything in this world trees they just grow and they change and the seasons they change yes, they mm-hmm. fall think about certain
1: insects and things that i hear insects, just evolution
2: is yes
0: and it's so beautiful and when i was looking at my orchid you <sighs> okay so i have this beautiful orchid at my desk and like y'all I just love this thing orchid. Like I feel like yeah. it's my baby. And so I see I saw it when it was full bloom and I was watering it every week with ice. And okay, that's, that's the secret to an orchid is to ice it every three to four days when it when it's at bloom. Ice it, no, no watering it and keeping it in the light space. But anyways, so it was nice and you know, and then eventually the blooms would fall. And so after that I was like, okay. I'm, I was, like, doing my research, like, how do I get the blooms back? They're like, just keep watering it. This is just a season uh I forget what they call it. So, I'm, like, keep watering it every week. Now that it, the blooms have filled, I just would not do it every three to four days. I would do it every week. Mm-hmm. And so, now, I'm looking at it. It's been weeks without any blooms. But I'm looking and I'm, like, oh, my God, there's a bloom growing. Like, there's one that's about to pop. I say all this to say is <laughs> that like plants we go through seasons so we'll be at our full bloom and that's the one we like we don't want this to change I'm having the fun. Yeah, right. uh, 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 uh. but then we all then there's a, there's a fall like the blooms just fall. It's mm-hmm. like i need something i need to be made new again mm-hmm. but you don't stop putting in that work you gotta still water it because if you don't water it you're gonna mm-hmm. die mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not, no i mean the plant is gonna die mm-hmm. and so but if you just keep being consistent keep believing yeah and it's like oh there's a bloom happening like oh my god i can't wait right so, it's
2: just a matter of time it's
0: just a matter of time but i think like i don't know i just can thinking about stuff like that all the time when i was water- when i finally saw that bloom, i was like you gotta keep watering like your soul
3: Ooh. you know
0: regardless even if you don't see change for months for weeks like yeah. for years you just have to keep watering it because when it's your season when it's your time mm.
2: you're gonna mm. bloom you are Everything has a season. Everything has a season. And you just have to find ways to get through those downward seasons, those rainy, those dark, those wintry, those cold seasons, those times where, you know, it just seems like you, you, you just, everything's just on my shoulders. And how do I get out of this? And sometimes just because we're saying seasons, y'all, that don't mean you're going like a whole three months through dark times. Right. A season could be, be... Years. It could be a year. It could be like two days. Mm-hmm. It, it could be as long or as short as as you make it or as God allows it to be, per se. Mm-hmm. So just because we're saying seasons doesn't mean you have to go through this forever or for a really, really long time. It could just be an hour, so to speak. So you never know. And one thing that really, really helped me with um just on my... Okay, I have <laughs> I'm about to be real with y'all. Real, 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 real Let real. me imagine. I think y'all know this already. Okay. <laughs> I have had, I'm not speaking this over my life anymore, because I really feel like I've been delivered. Okay. Okay. On. But it's a work in progress. We were are just gonna sure? say it's a work in y'all? progress. I've had really I have dealt with trust issues. Oh like, yeah, she has. <laughs> 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 Tiffany know my life. Tiffany know my life. But yeah. I think it was just one of those things, you know. It just developed over my life, different mm-hmm. relationships, whether that's family members or you know boyfriend girlfriend relationships, just relationships. Never really my friendships. My friendships be a one. <laughs> Damn, yeah. No, well, no, I ain't <laughs> going lie. lie, I ain't gonna <laughs> lie back in the day. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know what? I take that back. My, <laughs> no, my friendships now are A1. <laughs> my friendships now are A1. Yeah. But so trust issues <laughs> has been something that, you know, I just have to be real with. I've dealt with. And it's like your mind is so powerful because it can create scenarios that goes against or that heightens that that thing. So my always trust issues. So it would just make me question things like, is somebody really doing this, or is they are they being true to their word about when they tell you this thing, or or if they if you leave them, how do I know they're not gonna do something behind my back? It's just like, why am I even thinking these thoughts? And so for a long time, I just you know I said the affirmations. I tried to replace. Like I even got to a point in my mind, I was like. That's gonna make me sound crazy, but I just got to the point like I had to ask myself like Why are you even thinking this? You have no reason <laughs> to be thinking this. You have no proof to be thinking this. I know, but your mind will rationalize different things and make it seem justifiable. Like, well, a plus b equals c. So this is this. It will create those potentials and possibilities. You'll read too deep into things and so forth and so on. But I found out. Well, I've tested this when I actually was going through that most recently. I literally just got the pen, I got a paper, and I wrote out, like, just like what is what is one of my top five fears? And then I listed trust issues, and I really just went elaborate, really elaborative, and I just talked about, like, how trust issues have been bothering me. Why do I feel like just putting it all out there because I remember I never really I've always heard write these things out but I've always said like if somebody finds this they gonna think I'm crazy and I'm like you know what this is for me I don't care if someone finds this and think I'm crazy or anything like that because I, I was always wondering like why have I never written this down and they always say write down your fears and every time I write used to write down my fears I would always skip over that fear I never wrote that one down and I am just like
3: I wonder why
2: I don't know because I, I still had like hold on me, I guess, but mm-hmm. it's like when you can identify the thing that's yeah. really because it when you write it down, it's so powerful because now you're looking at it, staring it in the face, and it's like, you're no longer in me. I put you, I poured you out of me. You, you don't exist inside of my being anymore. I, I took in control. I've taken control, and I was I had the courage enough to like put this and get it outside of my mind because our minds, are so endless, like just look up at the clouds, look up at the sky, and you see, if you you look miles and miles and miles away, you can't find the end of the sky, and that's how big the depths of our minds is, it's huge, it's ginormous, it's humongous, you can't find the end of that thing, so unless we put some type of control on that thing called our mind, by putting those things to paper, like trying to just dump out those dump the things out of your brain and put them on paper to kind of organize it because if you let it linger in there it will control your physical being your physical actions your words your thoughts all of those things so when i finally put it out there i don't think those thoughts like that anymore i don't they're not bothering i'm not second guessing i'm not questioning i'm just like i put it out there i've confronted it i've came to terms like this was once me i don't know why i felt that well when you read through it it's like okay that's why i felt that way but like so just really whatever those fears if that's fear to change because you think later on down the line something's going to change and it's going to cause you to lose your stability or your security or whatever the case may be at your job your relationship put it all down confront that fear because that's a huge step in confronting it seeing it in your own handwriting So that you can just come to terms, identify, like, that was bothering me. But now I'm taking that huge step to get it out of me and look at it on paper. Along with the other things that we're doing as well. And I always, at the end, when I'm writing down, I always, at the end of my fear list, I was like, through these fears, uh, no, through God's divine guidance, turn these fears No, obliterate these fears and and allow my faith to be stronger, so that I don't feel or experience these fears anymore.
0: Oh, I agree with that. Yes, and Mm -hmm. I did that um, journaling thing with you, and it is really um like relieving just to like think about your why, like why am I feeling this way, Mm -hmm. but also just to write it down and look at the thing in the face. It's just like okay, like, okay, all right, I wrote it down now, like, this is real, okay, now what do I have to do to make sure this is not in my life anymore? It's like a release, it's like, okay, I I'm, I'm, i don't know, I feel like with, like, fears and stuff like that, it's like something you don't really want to confront, because it's scary, it's like, mm-hmm. it really is scary, like, writing a big boogeyman down on a piece of paper, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you kind of want to hide from it, like, in your mind, but you can't. So I think, like, when you took out the time to talk to me and sit down with me and make sure that I wrote out my fears, it was just like, wow, okay, this is what it is. All right, All it's time to obliterate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's time to, like, take control. And a lot of times we put it so far in our minds that we kind of, like, suppress it, but it's still there, so it's still Never. messing with you. And so, like, I encourage you guys all to, like, write down your fears
1: and then I'll put it right <laughs> Yeah.
0: <that's
3: correct>.
1: And on that note, thinking about fears, I was talking to Donna in our private interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was off air about fears and how, you know, some of my fears are that I will never make it to or, you know, do the things that I want to do because of me. Mm. And because of, you know, my weaknesses and my, you know, past or whatever. Mm. And so I think a lot of times, you know, our fears are, or the things that we, I don't know, I feel like it may be other people who are out there who are fearing their future or fearing the future because of, you know, you or things that you have done, right? Mm. Mm. And so that is where I think we have to make. The change. I'm switching gears here for a second, mm-hmm. and it may not be the outside things, it may not be, it may be you that is holding you back mm-hmm. from you know <laughs> getting to where it is that you need to be. Absolutely, and you know, I just encourage you know anybody out there who's going through something, you know, to not give up and to continue on the road. You know, you may have gotten your car repossessed you may have you know no money in your bank account you know half a tank of gas mm-hmm. and don't know how you're gonna get to work you know you might be scared to ask someone for help but you know i just encourage you to not let you know whatever is going on deter you from getting to where you want to be mm-hmm. that's, that's good good
0: it made, I, was, I was hoping that you kept talking because I wanted to look up this <laughs> quote but it made me think about I was watching this um, this um, video on Jubilee it's like mm-hmm. a YouTube channel kind of mm-hmm. like so Soul Pancake. Okay, none of y'all might not even know what I'm talking about. So anyways, <laughs> like, what,
1: like, like, what like what did you just say? <laughs> <So> <laughs> Jubilee, so okay, these are
0: like YouTube words. channels like Soul <laughs> K- Pancake and Jubilee. These are YouTube channels that like do like fun people experiments. Mm-hmm. So for y'all guys, that know like, YouTube people like me. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> one of my uh, friends from Howard was on it, so I was like watching hers, and she had said something that really stuck out to me um uh, and i'm probably gonna obliterate this quote <laughs> but basically she said um if it's not okay that means it's not the end
3: mm. and so
0: it's just like okay you know like you're saying somebody's yeah. God, princess yeah. it's like oh well, if it's not okay that means it's not the end <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean oh that's yeah. true <laughs> the quote was everything will be okay in the end yeah, and that's true, right? Hmm. So they're like, well, if it's not okay, it's not the end. So that's kind of that's what's up, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? It means that like you could, you're gonna get through it, like you're alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could turn it around.
1: Yeah, right. So
0: yeah, I really like
1: that. Now that really just hit me because I was looking at a video on Instagram and this guy was talking about like people are really going through some shit, and you know, like
2: that's real. We don't know it,
1: or you know, we might be seeing these things. And it might be just going over someone's head because it's like you know it, it might just not be sitting with people because mm-hmm. it's like how do I get out of like you don't know you telling me all yeah this you don't know, know you, or in that situation and it's like damn what am I what am I gonna do like mm-hmm. what do you do. When you don't have any gas and you have mm-hmm. to go to work, <laughs> like that's
2: so that's, that's real. What do you do when you're 14 years old? You can't get a job and your parents don't have money you to, you don't to don't get have, you the anything. The lights
1: are not on. You don't right. have water. Like, what do you do in that situation? And I'm glad y'all brought that up because I, I made you
0: made me think about
2: <laughs> and that's exactly my right. kid.
0: Um, I don't even know if I can say this on camera, but um, let's you just know somebody. Say, I know somebody that was like we were like mentoring him
3: Mm -hmm.
0: or her (laughs) and like and they were in that situation where like they were doing so good and they were you know really seeking out help and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but then like one day we see them doing something bad and we're like whoa like what's the deal like what are you doing you were such like on a good track and they Mm -hmm. tell me like like look i don't have money like they're stealing they're doing things of that nature mm-hmm. like i don't have money like what you expect me to do i'm hungry and things of that nature and this is that 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 and so we told this person look if you do go this route this may happen if you go this route this good thing good things could happen yeah. and so what i really learned and though i'm very privileged and i haven't been th- th- through the things that that person has mm. i still do know that you have to make a choice
3: yeah
0: you have to make a choice to go through to the through on the r- to be on the right road or you have to make the choice to be on the wrong road hmm. and so though your circumstances Are the way they are. You still have to choose the road. That is good. And Mm. if you don't. You made that choice. Hmm. And then. um, I was talking to Jasmine about this too. It's just like. And this is going off track. It's like you could try to help somebody so much. Mm. But you just tell them what you think. And then you have to let it go. Mm. Because if not you could get hurt in the midst of it.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: that goes for everything. And so we're so the person made their choice. We already told them what what could happen. Mm-hmm. Now we have to leave it alone. It's in God's hands. And I just urge yeah. that with everybody because you could really get yourself hurt out there in any type of like relationship. You have to state what you state your feelings yeah. and then once they make the choice they made the choice. And if they sh- choose to come back in the future and say you need help, they're making another choice. And then you could you could
2: start start over. Yeah. That's so, true. No matter how small, I mean, young or old you are, we're all subjugated to choice. And yeah. when I say that, the law, I don't even know if there's a real law, but I know it's something along these lines. Of the, I'm going to just say the law of choice or the law of consequence. Based on our actions, whether you choose right or I don't even like to say wrong, but right or things that's going to be out for your demise or whether you choose not to do anything and then your whole life passes you by and you realize you've never accomplished anything that you set out to do. So doing nothing is still a choice too, guys. So some people- That's a huge choice. Yes. Some people always say, well, I didn't do anything. So uh, that makes me a good person. No, no, no. No. It doesn't make you good. It doesn't make you bad, but it doesn't make you doesn't make you truly happy or do you feel like you live a fulfilled life? Can you honestly look within and look around you and say I'm content and I feel like I live my best life by not doing anything? So when you don't whatever you do or don't do is still a choice and you're not free from the consequences that will follow those choices that you do make. So when change arises and Yes, you don't have money. Yes, your parents may have not been in your life. Yes, you mm-hmm. you you don't have the resources as this person did. Or yes, this catastrophic event just happened to, to everyone around you. I'm not saying don't be human and feel these emotions and experience these things. Give yourself time to do that because time heals wounds. That's the only thing. But realize whenever you take too much time of your life, the world is still going to go on no matter if you're going through this for a week or for three years life is going to continue to spiral on and it's up to you to choose to choose and sometimes you may make the choice to get out and then four days later you find yourself same in that same hole or even deeper in that hole but you still have to make the choice every time you fall down to get back up again every time every time a new change throws itself or a curveball comes your way you have to make that choice you have to
3: that's so true
0: and it's so funny that you said the world keeps spinning because i was literally thinking that today i was like I said I was just thinking to, to myself like it ain't the end of the world you know that's that quote it ain't the end of the world it's never the end of the world to be honest hmm. until God you know blows us up
3: or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> that
0: sounds so horrible, but it's true it's like even when we're all passed away and gone it's not the end of the world so nothing is like it's not the end of the world and just thinking about afterlife you know something mm-hmm. beautiful it's gonna be beautiful <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean but anyways uh, there was something else I wanted to say. Okay, so anything in the world. Boom, boom, pow. change oh, consequences. Okay, that's I, that's I was reading this book and literally I only read like two pages of this book. <laughs> nah, um, and so, the book is by Joel. See, so he just came out with a notebook, whatever. Um, and so, <laughs> it was called Next Level Thinking. And I was like, yes. look, I need this book because I'm going through it right now. So now hmm. I need some next level thinking. Yeah, <laughs> and you know. so, basically, it really hit my heart these two pages measly pages that I read um and it's like it it basically was saying like he was talking about this guy who um was an at risk child and it kind of set like well with me because that's like part of our mission at my job is to help at risk families and Mm -hmm. vulnerable people and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so anyways this this child was being called at risk their you know their entire life Mm
2: -hmm. and so Right. I know what you're going with. And this. so
0: he was saying, at risk, at risk. And so the kid got that in his head, and the counselor, he was talking to his counselor, who kept feeding into him. And he's like, why are you even talking to me? Like, I'm an at risk child. Like, I ain't going to do, I'm going to get out of this property line. Like, I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's not, let's say you're at possibility. Hmm. And so you're an at possibility child. So rather you're at risk or. Hmm privilege you are at possibilities you make the choice going back to the choice like but it's just like you have to be yourself even though somebody may like label you at risk hmm. you don't take on that label mm-hmm. like i'm not at risk i have the choice to get out of this or not so it's just you know it's going back to the that that
2: so I think. so so freaking true <laughs> and that really hit home with me because i remember when i was growing up no, don't throw nobody under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> we be trying not to throw nobody uh, under the bus. A person that was very close to me would tell me, like, mm-hmm. just speak to me really negatively. Like, you don't deserve that. You don't... No, one thing, and I will never forget, he said to me that... <laughs> he, <Okay>. said, <laughs> he said that I am not important. Yeah. And that was one like, when you tell a child that, at one point in my life, I used to, re- I would just shut myself up. If I had a really good idea, I'm like, oh, it's not that important. So I would never, I got in the habit of thinking that mm-hmm. my voice didn't matter. I didn't matter. It just, it, about anything, like when I was wearing clothes, I'm not that important. So I don't need to wear this, this. And then and one day it just dawned on me, like you to tell me I was looking around all my friends and my friends was pumping me up I'm like you know, actually I am important very. I'm very important and I was just and so I started walking with a different confidence when I felt that I was important I started taking better care of my appearance when I thought that I was important I started eating better when I thought that I was important because mm-hmm. it's just like when you whatever you tell someone they can really attach to these labels. If you tell someone they are crazy all the time or tell someone they got anxiety or tell someone that they have all of these labels, they're going to act the way that that, whatever that label defines them as. So whenever these labels are pressed upon you, is up to you even though people around you can see it it's up to you to take that responsibility to, to say you know what I'm not gonna ascribe to that label I'm gonna give myself a new label and I'm mm-hmm. gonna live by this label
0: that is so true and it's like a two-part thing because you can even label yourself <laughs> like you can mm-hmm. call yourself crazy yeah. but then you have to re- you have to read talk to yourself like no no I rebuke that mm-hmm. uh, I am have a sound mind have a peace mind Mm. and it's just like you have to and just thinking mentally it's just like when you are going through these attacks you have to be very careful of what you absorb from things that you might be even little simple things like movies Mm. social media Mm. music and Mm. things can just get into your head so you have to be really conscious of like Really, really, I really feel like if you m- have an attack on the mind, you have to be really conscious about like what exactly you're absorbing because at that time you take everything for like just you just take everything. So you mm-hmm. have to make sure that you are like <clears throat> listening to the right things, surrounding yourself with the right people, even the movies you watch, let it be lighthearted, funny, something. That's valuable. And so, yeah, I was just saying that to say, you know, sometimes you put that on yourself. Mm -hmm. And then also what I'm realizing is like, by us like learning all this stuff, I feel like at a young age, and and I kind of be feeling backward. There's a lot of people, especially in the black community, parents don't know how to talk to their children.
3: Oh my God. They don't
0: know how to uplift them. They don't know how to speak life into them. And I've i been privileged because my mama is so amazing. And she did that for me. But then I was like, how? I can't imagine if I didn't have those people around, if I didn't have y'all around constantly uplifting me. So... And I can see how it could be hard for a younger child or somebody who just grew up doing that and mm-hmm. the cycle continues. So it's just like very important to be able to write your own labels, write your own story. And don't feed into what your mom says if it's negative or what your dad says, what your friends say. Because just because they say it doesn't make it true. And just because they say it doesn't mean that they don't want the best for you. They've just been conditioned a different way. But you have to, you know, have a recondition yourself. Mm-hmm. To know that you are important. You you could change the world. You could do anything that you want. You could get through this. Um the, the illnesses that have been passed down. You could break them. Um you are you could be new. So
2: that's so true. <laughs> All right. Ooh. So what time is it? It's, it's affirmation,
1: affirmation
2: time. time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation. Hi. If this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast always. with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? If this is your first time listening, an affirmation is any positive or negative statement that you are using to transform your life. You're either transforming your life for the good, the beauty, the amazingness, or for the deranged, anxiety, (laughs) um, depressed state, guys. So let's not get in the habit of speaking death over our life. Let's speak life over our lives. Yes. In the Bible, it even states, let the weak say I am strong. So even when you feel those lower vibrational things happening, speak that life over it until it goes away. Okay, guys? So it's three of us and I'm affirming that it's trillions and billions or however many is divinely meant to be. So let's go ahead and end this thing out with our affirmations. You
3: know,
2: I do have one more uh,
1: thing that I kind of want to leave everybody with. And it is, are you a rock or are you a river? So with us talking about change, mm-hmm. you know, I just think about a river that just kind of flows and goes through, you know, life mm-hmm. is just moving. It's constantly moving, mm-hmm. right? And then a rock is there. It's like just stationary and it's fighting the current, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to say I am a river flowing through life and maneuvering and doing what
2: God wants me to do. I am divinely adapting to change.
0: I have an unwavering peace of mind thank you guys for listening i hope that you your soul was fed i know that your soul was fed make sure you share this with a friend who needs it and let us know what you think we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on youtube we're on soundcloud we're on apple Podcasts, We're from google play and just make sure you subscribe to us everywhere um and we're so feeling everywhere s-o-u-l space f-i-l-l-i-n-g and just come chat with us. Okay? Love you guys. Talk to you later. Till next time,
3: soulmates.
0: Mwah. <laughs>